Well, hello, hello, you beautiful bastards. How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas, and this is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. How are you doing? This is episode number two, zero, two. How are you doing? Now, I'm actually recording this Sunday night for Monday morning release, and I want to find out from my beautiful bastards, how did you enjoy your Valentine's Day, my friends? Did you enjoy it? Did you have a great time? Are you actually having intercourse right now as I'm recording this? Because it's around 11 o'clock at night on Sunday, which means there's a whole bunch of you beautiful bastards who by the time you hear this, you already did disgusting stuff to each other all night long. Oh, yeah, you disgusting bastards. <laughs> I'm ashamed of the stuff because it's Valentine's Day. This is the day where you decide that you're going to do the stuff to each other that you weren't going to do during the course of the year because, but they're going to say, well, you wanted, you was going to let me do that disgusting thing on my birthday, but the kids got sick and I, you said, okay, well, Valentine's Day, we'll do that disgusting thing. And this time the kids are at the grand grandparents house and we're all by ourselves and i want to do that stuff and now all of a sudden you sick bastards i bet all of you you sick bastards are doing that disgusting stuff you didn't get a chance to do on your birthday because your kids got sick and i'm telling you right now i'm disgusted please send me film <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no one uses film i'll take the mp4 but i tell you right now valentine's day is weird to me because I haven't had a Valentine for the past couple of Valentine's Day. Now, last Valentine's Day wasn't that big of a deal because, quite frankly, there was someone I was kind of talking to. And then I realized she was what a how and how can I describe this woman? Beautiful, but nuts. And uh, this year I was just going about my business, living my life. And I didn't even think about Valentine's Day. It's just like like when somebody says, when the kids go back to school? Well, I don't have any kids. So why would I even pay attention to when kids go back to school? I don't care. You know, my diploma is yellow. That's how old it is. <laughs> so, you know, so I don't even think about when kids are going back to school. There's, you know, when things don't apply to you. You don't pay attention to that crap. You only pay attention to crap that applies to you or that reminds you of something somebody said to you 10 minutes ago. Other than that, who cares? So Valentine's Day really didn't mean anything to me this year, but I'm hoping it means something to you guys. And I hope you enjoyed it, too. But I got to be honest with you. The holiday sucks. Yeah, I said it. Valentine's Day blows. Yeah, I said that too. Even when I had a girlfriend, Valentine's Day sucked. And I'll tell you why. Because no matter what you do, it's not good enough for Valentine's Day for her. And you know it's the truth. I don't care what you do. Unless you're George Clooney or some chump who has a truckload of money to spend on Valentine's Day. Whatever you did, it's going to suck. Yeah, I said it. Oh, you got her some flowers. Wow, that's very original. Hey, you got her a card. Fantastic. Hey, you took her out to dinner. What difference does it make? Everybody in here in this dinner, having dinner at this restaurant is doing exactly the same thing. It's a bunch of dudes sitting there with their wives. Their wives are slightly annoyed because they just realized he has one of his earbuds in his ear and he's trying to watch some stupid sporting event in Yugoslavia on his iPhone that he has balanced on his knee and she sticks him in the hand with a fork and he goes, ow! And then his phone falls on the floor and she goes, that's what you get, you bastard. And he goes, Oh, come on, honey. I just wanted to check the score. Well, if you're going to check the score, well, then tonight you're not going to score. Oh, come on, man. The land, that's the only thing you're going to be sticking in anything is that when you took that earbud and you stuck it in your ear, that's the only thing you are going to be inserting this evening. Oh, come on. And that's exactly what's happening. It's happening in different languages in the restaurant you're sitting in. Yeah, that's right. Of course, there's a, a newlywed or some newlyweds sitting in the restaurant, and this is their first 
you know, their first Valentine's Day together and they're looking at each other and everybody else in there wants to get off from their table and take the food on their plate and dump it on your punk ass heads because you're making them sick. Not only because of your displays of affection sicken them, but because you reminded them of how they used to feel about the spouse that they're too scared to get rid of now. No, I shouldn't say that the way you don't really want to get rid of your your spouse. You really don't. You know, it's just that you don't have those chemicals flying around in your body like you did when the chemicals fooled you into feeling like you loved the person across the table from you. All those chemicals in your brain wanted you to do was take each other to Bang City so you can make some kids and keep the species going. But after you already go to Bang City and you squeeze out a couple of kids, those chemicals put their suits on, put their shoes back on, put what they need to put into their briefcase. They get into their cars and they drive out of your body because their job is done. And yes, if you've ever been that moment when you realize you still love your spouse, but you don't love them as much as you used to, you still get excited when you sometimes, but not enough. You, you really care for them and you don't want to leave them, but you're not as excited as possible as, as you used to be. And you can hear laughing. You don't know where the laughing is coming from. You think it's the neighbors. Maybe you think you're overhearing someone's television. No, it's the chemicals in your body in their cars driving away from your brain laughing at you because they suckered your punk asses into being stuck with each other. Yeah, I said it. Valentine's Day sucks. Yeah, I know. I'm, I can say it now because, quite frankly, I'm not ruining your Valentine's Day. Right now, you're probably banging each other at this time of night. By the time you hear this, you'll be laughing at this and enjoying this Monday through the next Sunday before I record the next one. So I won't be ruining your Valentine's Day. I'll be exposing the fraud of Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's right. Now, I know at some point in the future, I'm going to have another girlfriend and I'll be regularly banging and I'll be going, <laughs> I know you, you met me and you found that I was a podcaster and everything. And then you started to go through my shows, honey, and you realize that you love the show and you're one of my beautiful basses, except you're the, the beautiful bass that I'm in a relationship with and all of that. And then you cycled back to episode number 202 and heard all the stuff I'm saying about Valentine's Day. Now, if you're listening to this girl in the future that I will be regularly banging because you'll be my girlfriend I want to let you know this is all just a this little essay that I'm doing about how Valentine's Day sucks it's just an essay you know that's all it is I tell stories and I do rants and I do I throw a little bit of humor in there sometimes I don't really mean any of this none of this is serious you don't have to be upset about it there's definitely no reason that you should stop doing things to my genitals and stop allowing me to do things to your genitals on a regular basis because of the words being said at this moment in this particular podcast it's just an essay a, a thought experiment a little bit of comedy a little bit of levity so please climb back on top of me and make more animal sounds <laughs> that's not going to happen now because you, you I'm not going to have sex for about a week because that's how long you're going to be bad. Fantastic. Well, then I'll finish my rant. The heck with you. And now it's two weeks. I should not have said that. <laughs> Back to how Valentine's Day sucks since I ain't getting laid. Future me's not getting laid for two weeks because of this crap. I'm going to go for it. Damn it. Since I ain't going to get it anyway. Back to the rant. But let me tell you something, my friends. I don't like the fact that Valentine's Day is always the same day every year. You know, some holidays should be the same day every year. Some holidays are, are, are suited for that. That's good for some holidays. It should Christmas should come when it comes and Thanksgiving should come when it comes. Even though on, on, on many occasions I've said that Thanksgiving would have been better moved a little further away from uh, Christmas because you don't want to have all of your relatives around you twice within a month because they're annoying. <laughs> But what I'm saying is February 14th, because it's always on at the same time, all the surprise is gone. You know, you know, you got to go to the store. You got to buy that stupid card. The world and the cosmos and the stars are its one. And if your eyes were stars, I would wish upon those eyes. 
and I was and your stars and the cosmos and your smile and the jasmine and the touch of your skin, the cosmos and the world. And in addition to that, when you kiss me, I feel electricity. And then we hug in the cosmos. And when you're nude and look at your thighs, because they might as well just put this in there because it all sounds like crap. So you sit there and you're buying that stupid card and you know damn well you bought the card on February 12th or 13th. You didn't, how, I don't know one dude that bought his Valentine's Day card for his girlfriend or his wife before the 12th or the 13th. Sometimes you even sneak out of the house on the 14th. I'm going to go put some gas in the car right by the card shop. <laughs> Come on, you bastard. You know damn well. If there's one of you that bought a Valentine's Day card early for your girlfriend or your wife, I only have one thing to say. You are a huge punk. Okay, either you're a newlywed who haven't and you haven't got tired of your punk asses, each other's punk ass yet, or you're a punk. And even if you're a newlywed, be a dude, be a real man, damn it, and buy your woman a gift at the last minute, punk. Kind of. If I've I ever found out one of my, if I walk into one of my, my one of my friends to a store and it's January and I see him buying a Valentine's Day card for his wife, I'm making him walk home, even if we came in his car. Why are you driving away in my car? I can't be seen with a punk. Catch a bus home, punk. Buying Valentine's Day cards early. I should, if you weren't 6'5 and a martial artist, I'd kick the crap out of you. And notice I'm saying this from across the street, cause I, you know, I'm, just in case you, you snap out and beat the crap out of me and then apologize later, cause I don't want to get my ass whooped. And, you know, cause I wouldn't break up the friendship cause we've been friends for a long time, but I, just in case you snap out and kick the crap out of me, I, I, I want to avoid that. And come to think of it, you might slap me around because I, I kind of just stole your car. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to drive back across the street and hope you forgot what I said about you being a punk for, for buying the Valentine's Day card earlier. And why are you punching the inside of your hand and pointing at me? I am now going to re-steal your car and just deal with the consequences from another city. Okay, none of that actually happened. <laughs> But I really did. I've never actually had anybody that I know, any guy that I know. I've had uh, lady friends who would, but no, if you really think about it, I never had lady friends that I was hanging out with get Valentine's Day cards for the guys earlier. In fact, I don't remember any of them actually getting a Valentine's Day card for the dude at all. I've been with lady friends who were girlfriends or wives or friends of mine. And they, you know, they call me up and I've gone with them to help them pick out a gift for my, for my dudes. You know, could you help me find a, a gift for Bill S? Sure. You've known him your whole life. You know what he likes. Yeah, but you, you've been married to him for 15 years. I mean, you know, I know that. But I mean, I just want, hey, all right, I'll go with you. And then Bill goes, yo, man, um, uh, yeah, my wife takes you to go pick a gift out for me. Here's a list of shit to get because she's going to come up with some bullshit. Do me a favor. Make sure you come up with a, but get one of the things on this list right here. All right, man, you know, don't want to, you know, and uh, don't try to be slick like you did last year when you told her that I wanted two television sets and then you said, hey, and then you took one of them. Yeah, well, if I got to go get your gift, punk, there's got to be some in, something in it for me. So shut your punk ass mouth, because this time, not only are you going to get your gift, I'm going to tell her you want a size, pair of size 13 Jordans. Uh, she knows I wear size 12. Yeah, I know that. But then she's going to say, hey, Bill wears size 12. And I'm going to say, who cares? Get me the damn sneakers since I got to sit here shopping with you. So both of you shut up. So anyway, I go with my friend's wife and we get a gift for him. But that was for his birthday. Birthday. See, she, women will do stuff for your birthday. Valentine's Day, you are getting nothing, punk. They really think they're dressing up and looking yummy. And all of that crap is going, is, 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 is the gift for you. Hey, go out and do some stuff for me and then I'll have sex with you just like I did last week. And then you're going, we went out to dinner and then, you know, you got all, you actually bought new clothes so we could have sex. I mean, we could have just had sex. We could have, 
We could have just put the money together that we would have for the dinner and the dress, just divvied it up, bang the crap out of each other, and then you go hang with your girlfriends and I'll go hang with my my dudes. We could, you know what I'm saying? That that would have been a good night, you know. You know what I'm saying? We was okay. We was okay. We add up the dinner, the dress. Damn, the dress costs as much as the dinner. What the hell? You only gonna wear it one time? That's beside the point. That's beside the point. Special occasion. Special occasion. Never mind. How much did your drawers cost? I mean, you only, you know, you know, I am. But, but you only wear the drawers for like five minutes, and I pull them off and jump on top of you. The drawers cost as much as the dress. I mean, if we, I mean, if we put all this together, the amount of money I was gonna spend on the dinner, and the amount of money you, you spent on these, on these, these Victoria's Secret drawers and the dresses. That's like three dinners. What the hell? Why would you spend so much on money on drawers? Like, what the hell? Excuse me, you're ruining the mood. I'm ruining the mood? I'm ruining the mood. You're ruining the mood. This is the, how much money is it? It's a special occasion. I don't even know why. We're, I, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight because I plan on having sex with you in a few hours, in about an hour. So listen, we, we put the money in the pot, which you would have spent on the dress and the drawers, and, the, and we put it together. And we, like I said, we divvy it in half, right? Okay, you take half the cash, I take half the cash, right? We put it down, we take off our clothes, we go into the to the bedroom, we bang each other's brains out for a couple hours and shower, and then probably bang each other again, because I like when you get all soapy, and then I see that butt jiggling there right in front of me. I'm like, oh, you going to get it again, and then I bang you again, and then, and then we go out with our, our respective friends. No, that's not romantic. We should spend the evening together. We can see our friends anytime. Oh, because we can't see each other anytime? You just you just want to start a fight? Is that what you, you you trying to start a fight? So we can't go out to dinner? Is that what you're trying to do? Why would I start a fight so we can't go out to dinner? I already spent the money. I mean, why would I, I mean, this is a, I mean, this is a Valentine's Day. You know, first of all, it's Valentine's Day. You know, they jack the prices way up. You know how much it costs to buy to do to, to spend money on Valentine's Day dinner? No, I don't. Of course you don't, because you don't spend any money on Valentine's Day unless you call, unless you count the two hundred dollar dress and the hundred and fifty dollar drawers. <sighs> I guess you don't want to see me in those drawers. Um, I, I realize now that I'm probably not going to win this argument because if, if I make you upset, I'm not going to get any. That's pretty much right. So I'm, uh, I'm just going to shut up and get dressed and then uh, take you out to dinner and, you know. Hopefully get to see the draws on you for four minutes and then take the draws off of you and, you know, jump on top of you. Yeah, you, you probably would want to shut the hell up now. I'm, I'm going to stop talking now. Because <laughs> you know that's how your conversations go, punk. Don't even act like you don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm saying it right now, man. It's It's just a really weird thing that, like I said... Why is it always on the same day? It, they, the way they could actually make Valentine's Day better, make it a better holiday, make it more cool, make it more spontaneous. I mean, they they do like when you be, when you get to a certain age, the AARP catalog is right at your house. You know, um, when you get to a certain age, draft this is that. So they go by your social security number. When they check your credit, they go by your social security number. They go by, they have all these markers that let people know where you are and how they can track you and all of that kind of crap. You know what I'm saying? When there was the draft, which is obviously before my time, you know, they gave you draft numbers based on this, that, and the other thing, and your social security number, this, that. They know every, they know how to get in contact with people. So what I'm saying is, if we can do a Powerball lottery, I'm thinking we need to do a Valentine's Day lottery. Now, we have to take into account that women are not going to be buying anything on Valentine's Day for guys. That's fine. We don't really want anything but to jump on top of them anyway and to spend time with them and to see them happy. We just want to see you happy, you know, and we want to make sure everything's cool. We do love you to death, ladies. We think you're the best thing in the world. We, we I mean, you know, you're just the best thing that ever existed. That's the truth. That's how we feel about you. Also, we want to jump on top of you. So you don't have to buy anything on Valentine's Day because you weren't buying anything anyway. Let's keep it real. So unless you're dating me because <laughs> I miss Anthony. Okay, you know what? Let's. Let, I, I'm, I'm being a little bit wacky here. I know women buy stuff for guys on Valentine's Day, too. It's just that. You know, and, and like every girl I've ever gone out with, they've always got me stuff on Valentine's Day. And they've, they've been some nice gifts. They really, you know, they've been like really sweet gifts, really well thought out gifts. You know, the kind of thing where you, they, they, you mention something six months early and they show up with the gift. They do the same thing on your birthday. So 
in all fairness, they do put some thought into Valentine's Day. And, you know, even though, even though up until this point, I was just joking around about how they don't, they really, really do. Um, but from the guy's perspective, we just think about Valentine's Day as guaranteed delicious buttocks. That's how we feel about it. I'm sorry if that sounds bad, but you know, this is the S. Anthony says podcast. You're my beautiful bastards and I'm going to keep it real with you. That's what guys are thinking. Valentine's Day equals <laughs> delicious buttocks. And hopefully some disgusting things she won't do during the year. <laughs> That's what I said. And I meant it. But I think that what we need to do is have, just like the Powerball lottery, we should have a lottery for Valentine's Day. You know, everybody's carrying a cell phone. You, you know, a whole, whole bunch of people have a Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts and all of that crap and G plus this and that and all of that crap. You have ways that people can get in contact with you. So we'll give them your email address, give them your text, uh, your text, how to text you, give them your, whatever your social media account is. And then what they'll do is they'll give you an alert. Bling, 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 bling. Your Valentine's Day is in two days go and buy your wife some crap and hopefully she'll let you do things to her buttocks okay and then you got two days because you don't buy stuff for your wife for two days before valentine's day anyway right so cut the crap and then you rush out and you buy that crap she doesn't know what's coming because if she knows it's valentine's day she knows you're gonna walk in the house with the stupid flowers and the dumb teddy bear with the heart in the middle that says i love you or whatever that crap is or whatever they're selling on the side of the road in front of the gas station on your way home because you know about 80 percent of you get your gifts there you cheap bastard you no remember when valentine's day is bastards so instead of that crap when she goes oh bill's here he's about to give me some lame-ass chocolates and he's going to expect me to jump on top of him so let me bang bill and i'll call you back in seven minutes yeah i said it but instead of that it'll be a random day it'll be a day when she doesn't even know what it is because it won't be the same day every year every year different social security numbers will be mixed up and mixed up and mixed up and the valentine's day will be at a different time every year you won't know what it is she won't know what it is so when you come home with your lame ass chocolates and your stupid freaking bear with an ass that's shaped like a heart that blinks and blinks and blinks and says i don't love anyone but because of Hearts on the butt. I don't love anyone but. <laughs> See what they did there? But you. And she called oh God. It's Valentine's Day. It is always Valentine's Day when I'm with you, you beautiful. And you're so nice. Now go take a shower. Be because even, you know, I mean, it's it's great that, that, that Valentine's Day is spontaneous and everything. And I like the fact that, you know, Valentine's Day is spontaneous now. But, you know, you know when, when we knew when Valentine's Day was, you you, you know, you were prepared more prepared than you are now because you know you know the the day before you would shave your legs and shave your armpits and you know take a bath brush your teeth do your hair you know you'd, you'd be ready you know I, I, I would be able to walk into the house and you know even if you weren't fully dressed i could just jump on top of you because you were you know you did some sort of grooming but you know i mean i mean you, you got you, you know i mean you got a, you got a rag on your head right now and i mean you're still beautiful and all of that kind of stuff but you know you got a rag on your head and, you know, you, you're wearing one of my T-shirts, you know. I mean, I, technically, I, I, don't, I don't wear that T-shirt for a reason. It's, it's um, a T-shirt that was signed by one of my favorite sports figures. And, you know, I'm going to have to now wash it because you have armpit sweat all in, in, in the shirt. And I can't believe that you, I mean, I know that you took my turn to clean the house today because I was out. You, you know, but, you know what I mean? I mean, you, you got you got stuff all over my shirt now, but we, we're gonna we, we're gonna ignore that. We're gonna ignore that whole thing. I mean, you know, that armpit sweat's kind of gross. I mean, I mean, not under normal circumstances, I don't mind it too much. It's actually kind of hot sometimes, but uh, but but you know, I mean, hopefully when I wash that shirt, you're not gonna f up it. You didn't see the autograph on the back of the shirt, you didn't. You know, I don't know who that guy is. I mean, I mean, it was it was in a it was in a plastic bag. I mean, why did why'd you take it out the plastic bag? I mean, is it? I mean, even, I mean, I mean, what do you expect me to do? Take it out of the dirty clothes laundry? And then, I mean, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, hey, I mean, I'm not going to take your stinky t-shirts out and walk around the house in it. So you're going to just take one of my good t-shirts out and funk it up yourself. I mean, this is, 
you know what? I don't want to fight right now. We, we, I want to have sex with you. So listen, um, I got you this, the, the bear. See the bear here? Let me turn it around. See that? Oh, you, you don't care about anyone but me, but, oh, because the heart's on his butt. Yeah, it's cute, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that say Speedway on it? Oh, no, no, no. That's a, that's a company in China. It's definitely not Speedway gas station that's down the street. <laughs> I should have pulled that off back to the T-shirt. Now, but that's OK. I mean, you know what? I love you way more than I love the quarterback that I grew up loving as a child who I ran into, luckily, who was gracious enough to sign a T-shirt that I just happened to have in a trunk of my car out of luck. I mean, everything was kind of serendipitous that I, I, was, I had this T-shirt and, you know, I, was, and then I ran into the actual guy and it was like... I mean, it, it, it was so weird that I ran into the guy. The guy was looking at me like, did you just happen to have my T-shirt in your trunk? And I said, yeah. And he goes, you sure you weren't stalking me? And I thought he was serious. But then we started laughing. He goes, you want me to sign that, don't you? And I said, yes, thank you. And he signed it. And I acted like a punk and a punk ass kid. And, he, you know, I tee hee hee back to the car, you know, and then I went to a place and I got it, you know, put the plastic on it, you know, because I was going to have, it, you know, framed the he kind of wore it and funked it up now. I, I, and that's okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take it. I'm going to have it framed anyway because then I'm going to say that he wore it. And, and then he funked it up. But then nobody will know. But no, I'm not going to do that because that would be a lie. <sighs> Maybe I can have it dry cleaned and whatever. Back to us getting it on. Listen, go, go, you know, shave your legs and under your arms, please. And then you take a shower. And then because this is Valentine's Day, I'm going to take you out. And we're going to have a great time. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Well, okay. That's okay. I'm sorry about your shirt. Don't worry about the shirt. Don't worry about the shirt. You know, the, you know what? Why, why am I worried about this? You know what? I really, really think about it. You look so good in that shirt. I'm not even mad that you did that to the shirt. I, you really like, I love the way you look in that shirt. Why am I getting upset? You know what I mean? You just go take a shower and take care of yourself. You know, I'm all, I'm already groomed up and then we're going to go out. Okay. All right. All right. You go there. All right. You know, why don't you do me a favor, girl? Before you go into that shower, why don't you take that shirt off and let me watch you walk in there? Because I know that he had to take that shirt off. Look how good you look in your, in your bra and your panties. The fact that you wouldn't wear nothing but this shirt, all that yumminess underneath the shirt, you delicious. Look at you. <laughs> all right, you take care. I can't believe she wore. I can't believe she wore my damn shirt. What the hell was she thinking? Jesus Christ. It's going to ruin Valentine's Day. I mean, I. I'm so damn mad at her right now. She's going to wear my dime. What about I walked in the, into the room and started wearing some of her shit? Well, actually, if I wore some of her shit, she would probably think I was weird. But actually, she wouldn't think I was weird because I did that that one time she asked me. That, that That's beside the point. We're going to enjoy Valentine's Day. You ready in there? I'm ready in there. Okay, this is great. <laughs> okay, nothing, nothing, like, nothing like that would ever happen. But what I'm saying is that... <laughs> What I'm saying is that Valentine's Day kind of blows. But only if you don't have anybody special. But if you do have somebody special, and I hope you do, I hope you enjoyed your Valentine's Day. Because I remember the last time I was with someone, I enjoyed my Valentine's Day. It was special and magical and wonderful. So from now on, what I'm going to do, starting with the next girlfriend, is every Valentine's Day... I'm going to make sure I do something special for her. and I'm going to make sure that I start early in the planning to make sure that I do something special for, for Valentine's Day. I'm actually going to make it a point to start planning what I do for whatever my next whoever my next girlfriend is. I'm going to start planning in January, early January, like, not, OK, not really early in January, because, you know, the first two weeks in January, you have to, you know, do your New Year's resolution and then, you know, fail miserably and then go, well, I messed up my New Year's resolution, but I can do Valentine's Day. And then right around January 15th, you can start planning on what to do on Valentine's Day. <laughs> but don't make doing something for Valentine's Day your New Year's resolution, because then you're going to fail miserably at that. And that will kind of mess up what I'm trying to get you to do. So, my friends, if you had a Valentine's Day that was wonderful, if you got to spend time with somebody that you love, somebody that you love being around, someone whose company makes you feel good, somebody that you're married to, somebody that you had kids with, someone that you took to Bang City on a regular basis, I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. And I hope that me doing this little essay on how Valentine's Day sucks doesn't deter you from enjoying Valentine's Day in the future. 
I'm just a comedian and a podcaster just doing a little essay on Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? I hope you enjoyed it. All right. Fantastic. Hit the hit the hit. You can stop the recording now. Oh, God. All right. Huh? What do you say? Uh, what do you, what do you, uh, you I hope you didn't ruin Valentine's Day for your beautiful bastards. Ah, uh, nah, my beautiful bastards are the coolest. I, you know, they know I'm just messing around about Valentine's Day. You know, I think Valentine's Day, I mean, it's, it's become kind of a corporate holiday, you know, where people are just trying to sell products. But if you really think about it, isn't, aren't all these holidays something like that, you know? You know what I'm saying? But I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't you know, I, I'll be honest with you. Be honest with you. My beautiful bastards. All right. They're, they're the coolest people on the world. You understand? All right. But they will do what I tell them to do because I run them. You understand? I'm the one that tells them what to do. All of them suckers do what I say because they, 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 they know I'm the king. And they, they, they better do what I say. I have to pimp slap all of them. You know, that's still recording, don't you? Oh. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> Segment over. And now a word from a member of my Pottern family. Wait, you did what to who for how many Oreos, right? I sold uh, an eighth of weed for two Oreos and a cupcake. Oh, did you get fired? <laughs> Promoted. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I am Matt Siebert. I'm Ryan Bennell. I'm Midnight Smoke. And we are the Mr. BS Show. We're a little show spread around the country. We're three angry friends who are trying to take over the world. But we don't do it successfully too often, so we just try to make everybody laugh. But I don't do that too often either, so. (laughs) Fuck you, Matt. So you guys uh, can find us uh, at the High Altitude Pod Network, which is at the highaltpod.net, Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Damn right. Thanks, guys, and come check us out. Oh, my friends. You know, are you, it's really weird to say this, um, but I'm going to say and I'm kind of a private person sometimes. And I know people are going to go, yeah, um, you're in show business. You do a podcast and you're a comedian. And um, how are you talking about your private jackass? Well, I'm not talking about with everything. Less, I, let, I know I talk about a lot of personal and embarrassing things on this podcast. And there's a bunch of people listening to it. I get it. But even though I'm a public person when it comes to my work, you know, sometimes in, in my private life, because like I said, I'm not famous. I, I just I, I mean, I have. People that know who I am from the podcast and there's some people listening to this. Yeah. And there's some people who've seen me do stand up and I've done some things, but I'm not famous. I'm just a regular dude, just like everybody else. Believe me, when I become famous, I'll make sure to become incredibly obnoxious and start my podcast like this. How you doing? This is Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 300. I would, you know what? I'm not even going to do this podcast because my six spokesmodel wives just walked in. F you people. Uh, I'm just going to leave the recorder on so you can hear my life being better than yours, you losers. <laughs> okay. I will not ever do that. <laughs> I, geez, I could never be, I'm not one of those dudes that could ever be that uh, obnoxious. No, even if I became, you know, the biggest thing in the world and I'd still sound just like this. I just have a better car. I mean, not that there's anything wrong, anything wrong with my mighty Toyota Camry, because <laughs> the car is, you know, right. It's, it's, I, I don't know how far, I don't know how much the car can hear, because you know, technically I'm kind of by the window, and you know, I don't want the car to overhear it. Because <laughs> I don't want the car, the car when the car gets mad at me, it, it does stuff, and I'm not going to say what, what it does, because then it would get even madder. Because I, 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 let me change the subject. <laughs> I like to think, I like to make things, make, you know, keep some things private, you know, and, and, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be anything embarrassing or anything like that. It could be something very, very simple. And you, you know what I'm talking about. You've all been in a situation where you just want to enjoy something for you. If you're a parent, um, 
or if you work in an office with a lot of people around you or if you, you know, if you just have a lot of people around you all the time, even the tiniest little things that you can have for yourself are awesome. I talked in an earlier podcast about how I used to, how I like to have my cornflakes with the fruit on and all of that kind of stuff. That's the truth. I like to be able to just do that. But there was a girl I was dating at the time and she would come up. Well, she, I was going to say she came over for breakfast. Like you didn't know I had sex with her the night before. Come on. Yeah. I got an on with her the night before and then she was there for breakfast. Yeah, that's right. But she would give me a hard time about the cereal and all I wanted to do. I loved cornflakes and with, with fruit on top of it and all of that since I was a little boy. And even as a grown man, I still love that. I love to be able to sit down and just enjoy that and watch something on YouTube or TV or whatever. You know, you, you've been there before. You just want to drink a cup of coffee. Maybe you, if you're a smoker, you just want to go out, smoke a cigarette and look out the window. You don't want to talk. You don't want to have to discuss anything. You don't want to have someone take your cigarette and light their cigarette. Not that it means anything. Not that it's stopping you, but you know, this is like, let me have these moments alone. You may just want to drink a cup of coffee. Maybe you want to read the newspaper. You don't even want to talk about current events with anyone. You just want to read and enjoy reading <sighs> but there's always someone that comes along and has to get involved in whatever you're doing and that shit is annoying leave me alone right <coughs> sorry about that you know i have a heavy bag and you know like i, I told you in a, a couple of podcasts ago, i forgot which one it was but i told you i'm going to slowly and methodically work out on a daily basis, a little bit every day, so I can get back in shape. Okay, I'm I'm very s slowly and methodically changing my eating habits because I want it to be a lifestyle change. I don't want to do that diet crap and I'll lose the weight in six 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 seconds and then everything will be cracked and I can go back to what I was doing. No, this is going to be a slow, methodical lifestyle change. You know, because I don't want any backsliding or to minimize any of the backsliding. OK, but the thing about it is whenever you do something like that, that's something for you. It's not necessarily something you want to have as a topic for discussion all the time. You don't want to discuss everything. So back to the heavy bag. I have a heavy bag and I was hitting the heavy bag. Boom, 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 doing my thing. I tried to pick a time in the day when there was no one around because this is just for me. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to do it. I want to do it. Look at the clock, start the timer, hit the bag, wait till the alarm goes off and then I'm done. So I'm hitting the heavy bag and boom, 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 boom. And I walk outside because I, I hear the mail coming and the mail can't come through the slot. So obviously the mail carrier left the thing there. And, and what she does is she knocks on the door to let me know that there's a package that can't fit through the mail slot. So I come up, I take the mail, I put the mail on the steps because I'm not going upstairs to put it on the shelf because I don't feel like it. And I got another round on the heavy bag. So I take the box and I put it up behind the door. And while I'm out there getting the box, the neighbor who's working on the car sees me with the boxing gloves on and with the shirt and all of that crap. Oh, you're boxing, huh? Doing a little boxing there. What are you doing? You're boxing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something like, you know, yeah, a little workout. Yeah, what are you doing? What kind of work are you doing? Um, yeah. You know, just hitting, the, just hitting the bag a little bit, you know, no big deal, you know, you know, no, you know. Oh, yeah, I used to box back in uh, 29 Bible. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little older than you, but I box a little bit. I box in the golden gloves. You box in the golden gloves? Oh, uh, actually, no, I did not box in the golden gloves, but I did box a little. Okay, I went to the golden, I went to some golden gloves fights and I got into a fight in the parking lot at the golden gloves. It's kind of the same thing. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, so what kind of, what kind of boxing gloves you got there? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I can't really talk right now. I got, oh, what, you what kind of work are you and he starts talking all of this crap and now he's going in this reminiscing crap and i'm sitting there going i'm sweaty and i got boxing gloves on and i just said i didn't want to talk right now politely and this bastard turns it into something else and now i'm, I'm too polite to go get off my porch jackass you know so i'm standing there for 15 minutes while this chump tells me stupid crap about his crap 
the simple fact that I say, if, 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 if you ask somebody something and they kind of try to change the subject or walk away and they go, yeah, you know, a little something like that. If they do the mumble and the trail off, it means I don't want to talk to you about this. Anytime somebody mumbles and trails off, remember this class, a mumble and a trail off means I don't want to talk about this crap right now. And this jackass didn't take a hint. I hate that crap. Everything isn't for sharing. You know, a lot of times what happens is, and this is one of the things that used to drive me crazy, is because this guy, went, not only was he talking about the boxing thing, uh, but it was like, well, he was one of the, what kind of heavy bag you got? And I could tell, I could tell, I knew it was coming. I knew, it was, I knew what was coming next. I knew it was going to be, hey, uh, maybe we could work out together. I don't want to work out with you. No offense, the bag is in my house. I don't want you in my house like that. I don't want you in my house like that. You know? And 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 I'm trying to get out of this conversation because I, I, you know, when some you can hear someone angling for certain things. I know the can I come in there and hit the heavy bag with you is coming, and I don't want it. Now here's the bad part about it. Now, because like I said, I used to come to the door, you know, like I said, if the, the mail carrier comes right around the same time I boxed, which means there were many times when I would come to the door and have my boxing gloves on or whatever. And it was really no big deal. But now I feel the need to pull off my boxing gloves and throw on some jeans before I go to the door. Why? Because now this bastard is fi- trying to find a way to get his punk ass into my house so he can work out with me. So I have to take, I have to, I have to make it look like the workout that he caught was an aberration. I can't let him see me with boxing gloves on. I can't let him see me with my shorts on that he saw when I was boxing. I can't let that happen. Why? Because his punk ass is going to try to get his ass into my house and work out with me. Now all of a sudden I have to change my behavior because of this jackass. Ugh. They used to annoy me when I was living with the girl. No, 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 I'm sorry. I wasn't living with that girl. I was a girl that was visiting me. Sorry. I mixed up girlfriends there for a second. But there was this girlfriend and she had a little brother that was always around with her. And I would get my hair cut maybe every 10 days at the time. Right. And her little brother was, what's the word I'm looking for? A huge pain in the ass. Okay, now I wouldn't mind dealing with his punk ass as a relative because once you become a relative, you have a little more leeway telling the kid to shut the fuck up. Not that I would actually use that language, but at the very least, you could you could you could be a little more uh, you were you were more you had more leeway in regarding, you know, correcting the child's behavior. But I didn't want to do that because we weren't married. We weren't even living together. We were just dating, seriously dating, but dating. And one of the things, one of the reasons that, like I said, when I, I don't like when people know your private stuff or know too much about it is because one of the things that's worse than when the guy, I had to change my clothes before I opened the door to go to get the mail. One of the things that's worse than that, because that, that was just me pulling some pants or not a big deal, was when is when someone takes something you do on a regular basis and attaches an errand to you. Now, when I would go get my hair cut, it was usually every seven to 10 days, but it was usually when I just, in the, on a whim, I'd go get my hair cut. And I made the mistake of taking his little punk ass with me and getting his hair cut too. And I thought that was going to be like a nice little gesture, gesture meaning one time or gesture meaning occasionally. But now all of a sudden, my personal grooming habit of getting my hair cut became attached to this little punk ass, punk ass kid. Oh, great. I'm glad you took him to get his hair cut. You know what? You should take him to get your, his hair cut whenever you go get your hair cut. <sighs> now you know what that means, don't you? That means that now, instead of being able to just drive, being on, you know what? I just drove by my barber and there's nobody in there. Let me run in there real quick and get my hair cut. I can't do that now. 
Why? Because if I go in there and get my haircut and I show up at my house and she comes back over to the house with the punk ass kid, she's going to see me with my haircut and go, why didn't you take him with you? I'm either going to get this. Why didn't you take him with you? Or, oh, what happened? Well, I was just driving by and I noticed there was no one in there. So I just, I just slid in there really quickly to get my hair cut. No big deal. Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, you know, um, is anybody, what time, when was that? Oh, it was about an hour ago. Well, you think there's anybody in there now? And you know what that means. Why don't you just run running back real, real quick there and, and, and get his hair cut too? And now all of a sudden, I got to see this. Now I, cause I know how fast my hair grew and grows, continues to grow. I know I got to get my hair cut every week or so. And I was used to just seeing that little punk ass every once in a while. I couldn't stand that little bastard. I shouldn't even call him bastard because for me, bastard is a sign of a, a term of affection. Couldn't stand his little punk ass. Yeah, that sounds better. His little punk ass. Now this obnoxious little piece of crap is in my car and I got to drive his punk ass to my barber and he's a big pain in the ass of that place too with his little punk ass and then you see the barber he sees me getting out of the car he smiles and waves he's got that hey s is coming yay and then he sees the little punk ass walk around the car and his face turns into and all of a sudden he starts moving all the crap off the counter that he knows a little punk ass kid's gonna start messing with the little punk ass kid sucks the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, I mean, this kid, this kid, this kid might have been one of the reasons that the relationship didn't last. He might have subconsciously ruined that relationship because I'm going, if your gene pool made this little piece of crap, I don't want to take any chances. You know, I know my genes are strong, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. Because you know, even as incredibly strong as my genes are, I don't want there to be some kind of genetic aberration where my dominant incredible genes take a vacation and all of a sudden instead of my dominant incredible genes taking over his punk ass genes kind of take over and all of a sudden I jump on top of you and the punk ass gene sneaks up behind my dominant incredible genes and cracks him in the head and hides him in the closet and his punk ass gene takes over the game and all of a sudden you'll have a kid that looks as good as me and as good as her but it's like this little rat bastard there i said it i don't want that crap his little punk ass that kid right there boy you, you should i should you, you i could make videos of the way this kid acts and go up to women and the woman going bill i really think you should get a vasectomy you know i don't really want to get a vasectomy you know i mean i mean what if the guy's hand slipped yes um can i help you guys oh well, my wife's trying to get me to get a vasectomy i don't really want to do that oh you don't want to do that uh, I, you know, I feel really, really, un- like really uncomfortable about, you know, vasectomy. Because I mean, I, I, it'll, it'll mess me up as a man. I really feel that. <sighs> I want you to watch this video. I don't know how a video is gonna. Who's oh, cute kid? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that kid's a little punk ass rat bastard. Yeah, I know, honey. I'm going to slice my own balls. I, I just, I, I don't think that, I don't think the vasectomy is going to be enough because I don't even want to take I don't want to have any kids. In fact, I'm throwing our kids out just in case they act like that little bastard right there. <laughs> but I tell you though, man, I, I mean, don't you feel that way? Don't you, I mean, don't you want to have just moments of privacy where there's just something that you have just for yourself? You know, you shouldn't have to discuss with anybody what happens behind your closed doors of your home. Or if you're in your home with your family and you have a few minutes alone in your room or in your office, even in the bathroom, you should just have those moments to yourself. You know, everybody hates having their privacy invaded, even if it's not complete privacy. If you have kids that are under three years old and you're a parent or in my case, if you're a cousin or an uncle that is a beloved cousin and uncle that all the kids love and the kids come visit your house and you have a whole bunch of other relatives in the house and you go upstairs to go to the bathroom and all of a sudden you're trying to do what you do in the bathroom and there's four kids literally sitting on the floor by the bathroom trying to continue a conversation about Dora the Explorer or Rescue Heroes or some crap like that and you're in the bathroom going... 
I don't really like to talk when I'm in the bathroom, guys. Anyway, Cousin S, Dory the Explorer, I want to talk to him. And you're going, aren't there, aren't there a bunch of relatives downstairs who actually had these kids that should be, you know, and I don't have my phone in the bathroom because if I had my phone in the bathroom, I would text these jackasses and say, could you get your kids out of here? Because I don't even like to, you know how when you're in the bathroom, there's certain sounds that you don't mind those sounds coming from you when you're alone in the bathroom but you don't want those sounds coming out of you or being created by you when there are other human beings within earshot because there is no way that when there are certain sounds that are made in the bathroom when you're in the bathroom and there are other human beings within earshot there is almost no way any person under the age of seven or eight cannot make it a point to point out those specific sounds and even duplicate those sounds vocally even louder than the sound itself was and if there's three or four of those young children outside of the door of the bathroom while you're in the bathroom trying to have a private moment and evacuate certain unneeded products from your body you don't need them necessarily you know uh, uh, describing What's going on in the bathroom, followed by sounds like ew and ew and oh my, what are you doing? Oh my, oh, and the, the, you don't want to hear that crap. And then you have to, you know what I'm saying? Because like when you leave the room to go to the bathroom, you know, people just continue on the conversation. They know you're in the bathroom, but they don't really know what you did. They, I mean, even if you're upstairs for a long period of time, they don't really know what you did. You could have gone to the bathroom very quickly and do something. You could be making a bed upstairs. You could be doing something else. But when there's four or five kids going, ew, outside of the bathroom, when you're in the bathroom and there's a bunch and the kid goes running down the stairs talking about certain splashing sounds and all of that crap, you didn't know. <laughs> it gets bad my friend but like i said man we should all you always want to have a little bit of the, you want to have that privacy man you want to have that privacy that privacy is just the best thing in the world you know sometimes you just want to eat a sandwich and watch a youtube video you know like I said, it doesn't have to be anything big. We're not talking about somebody looking at your social security number or checking out your bank account. We're just talking about the little tiny things that are privacy, damn it. And we all need to have that privacy. At least I think we do. <laughs> I just know that sometimes when there's people around you all the time and you don't have that privacy, you just get just... There's certain sounds you make when you just had enough of everybody's face. You know, I remember actually saying this to somebody before. There were so many people at my house at the time. Because at the time when I got the apartment, it was literally just me. Um, I didn't have a roommate at that at the, at that point. Because later on, my, I had a roommate that was one of my boys who needed a place. And I was like, man, just you know, I'm almost never there. Just come, you know, do, 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 stay with me. We'll split the this, that, and whatever. But be, this is before he got there when I had other people coming over just to hang out. And they just kept coming man and the moment i said it was okay for some oh there you can stay well, how long how far away you gotta drive well i gotta drive i was like you going to the next state man don't try to drive that far just you know just come crash at my spot you know what i'm saying leave in the morning you know and if you on you when you're on your way back you come crash at my spot don't worry about it man and all of a sudden my spot became the crash at s anthony's place when you do this particular road gig and all of a sudden you got a bunch of jackasses at your house and then you got a whole the whole show at your house and then you got the whole show plus their girlfriends who wanted to see their shows at your house and then you got their friends that never got a chance to see them and they, they don't want to have to do and all of a sudden you got a lot of people at your house and you don't even know what the hell's going on and they start showing up at times when you didn't know they were going to show up because some of them didn't give you the key back. You're sitting there in your drawers eating your cornflakes and your milk with your fruit on top of it and, it all, and your coffee and you're watching CBS Sunday morning and you're going to watch one of these wonderful stories about middle America where people sit there eating fried butter 
one of those Bill Geist stories. I don't even know if he's still on the show because I don't get to watch it anymore. But you know those little stories where they talk about, they, there's always a story about some small town artist. Who, Hi, I'm reporter that's been around for a long period of time. And we're going to talk about a little known place in Waukesha, Balakashaka, a small town that's so small that it's not even on the map. And when they tried to put it on the map, the people who make maps said, we're not wasting ink on that crap. That town only has seven people in it. Well, they have seven people in it, but one of the people is a mayor. But he's not only a mayor, he also knows how to make houses out of dead rats. Look at this. See this stack of dead rats? This stack of dead rats, as you can see, is a 1957 DeSoto. Isn't that fantastic? One of those type of things. And those stories are all, they look like the Cohen brothers. They look like edit. They look like they were thrown out of a Cohen's brothers movie, but it's still fun to watch. And you're sitting there and you put your cornflakes, your coffee, you sit and you drink, eat the coffee, eating the cornflakes. And then you hear the door and you're thinking it's your girlfriend. You're going, I didn't expect her to come over, but I'm already in my drawers and I wouldn't like nothing better than to take these cornflakes. And then it's a bunch of dudes. Hey guys. Hey, who you in the drawers, man? Ha <laughs> ha. And it keeps happening and it keeps happening and it keeps happening. And you, you grow to tolerate it a little bit. And then all of a sudden you start getting the, oh. that's the sound you start to make when people start overstepping the bounds. Oh. You get exasperated. And eventually you go from exasperation uh, to evacuation. And what I mean by evacuation in, what I mean by that is you throw their punk asses out. You throw them out. Hey, but no. You, uh, I was going to stay at your place, your place, but, you, but, but your locks were changed. Yes, they are. You, you going to give us the key? Hell no. You know why? Because I told one dude to crash there one time and all of a sudden I turned into a damn Greyhound station. Love you guys, but you're pushing it. Love you guys, but you stopped over too much. Love you guys, but I'm not a big fan of strange dudes walking in my house with me sitting there with my balls out while I'm trying to eat cornflakes. No. And I threw their punk asses out. Yeah, that's right. Now, when I talk about evac uh, exasperation and evacuation, I go back to the to the guy with the boxing thing. I now now I'm now 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 have no problem telling people to get their punk asses out of my face. After a while, I went to the door with the boxing gloves on and the dudes talking about, "Hey, I said, listen, dude, I got news for you. I box every day, but sometimes I do it at different times. But here's the thing." To me, working out's the kind of thing I like to do by myself. I don't work out at a gym because I don't want to work out with anybody. I like to hit the heavy bag and I don't like anyone else around. I damn sure don't like having, I mean, I, the last thing I'd ever do is have somebody else in my house working out with me. I'd really hate that. So what were you going to say? Oh no, I'm just wondering what's going on. <laughs> okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> You know, you deserve to have those private moments to yourself, my friends. You know, it's not a bad thing to have something to yourself. You know, like I said, I got rid of those jackasses that kept showing up to my house, acting like my house was a Greyhound station. I told that jackass that was trying to angle to come into my house, to box in my house, to take his punk ass someplace else. And I know what you're thinking. Well, one of the three stories you told in this little segment was about a girlfriend who attached an errand to your personal grooming habits. Mr. Tough Guy, what did you do when it comes to that? Oh, you probably thought I punked out, didn't you? Is that what you're thinking? 
You've been listening to me long enough. There's a whole bunch of you that this is episode number 202. You should know damn well that the S machine, even though I don't like confrontation, it's a waste of time. And sometimes I'll avoid confrontation if it's a waste of my time or if it's not worth it. I liked going to that barbershop. I liked going to that barbershop. I loved it. They washed my hair and they, gave, they, they always did cool. We had a great time there. And when that little punk ass was coming with me, all of us sudden it was kind of like everybody turned to super professional and they weren't nice anymore and i said nah i'm not having this jackass ruin my crap so i told the guy went to the girlfriend i got one day i got my hair cut and she goes why don't you take little bed i said nah you're not gonna take me this haircut i said no why why are you gonna do that i said I'll tell you when I said, well, wait till you take him back to, to to your relative's house and we're alone. I'll talk about it. Okay, what's going on? I said, you know, I love you to death, right? Yes, because at the time I did. But I'm going to tell you something right now. That's an adult's barbershop. They were doing me a favor by cutting his hair, but I didn't want to press my luck. And also, you see how the little badass kid is around here? The only reason I put up with him is because he's your relative. He's not their relative. They were getting annoyed, and I got news for you. I like that place. What about I had a relative, a little girl, and I sent her with you to go to your hairdresser, and you thought she was a big pain in the butt. You loved her because she was from, from part of me and from my family and my little cousin and my little nephew, my little niece, like that's your little whatever. And I sent her with you every time you got your hair done. And what about she was running around messing up stuff? And what about that hairdresser was important to you because you loved the people there and you you enjoyed your time there and after a while me sending her with you turned them from being incredibly friendly to you to very very professional from sharing stuff to you to saying only what's necessary would you like that oh no i can see your point and that's why your little punk ass he's not going anywhere near my barbershop again love you kind of like him a little bit because he's from you but let's be honest let's keep it real here that barbershop is part of my cool universe and i don't want some some asteroid coming in crashing into it and killing the dinosaurs i want his punk ass as far away from my barbershop as possible and in fact could you do me a favor could you not bring him here anymore you know why why because he's a pain in the ass Yes, I said it. If you have a problem with that, there's nothing I can do about it. Love you to death. But even if even if we get married, I got news for you. If he comes to the house, it ain't going to be that often. And she was okay with me saying that. At least that's what she said. I went about three weeks without getting anywhere near her delicious buttocks after that. But then after that, we went back to our regular banging schedule. Now, was it horrible not having access to her delicious buttocks for three weeks? Yes. But the punk-ass kid never came to my house again, and we dated for another couple of years. And most of that time, I had access to her delicious buttocks, but I didn't have to deal with that little punk-ass kid. And when I went back to the damn barber shop, everybody was nice to me. It was like Cheers again. You know, when Cheers, when Norma walked into Cheers and everyone went, Norm! Well, it was like that again. I walked back into the place and everyone was all, It's Anthony, hey! And they would pause and I was like, ah, it's okay. I talked to my girlfriend, the little punk ass kids not coming back. And they all jumped up and then they celebrated. In fact, they actually turned on the radio, put a CD in and I'm going, don't you have MP3 downloads? You and they go, they're going, shut up punk. And they played celebration by cool and the gang. And they all mimed kicking a small child. And I said, you guys are going too far. Mime slapping the, and then they, pretended they slapped an, a child like an imaginary child because i thought them pretending to kick an imaginary child was was too much but pretending to slap him was just the right amount <laughs> don't judge me you bastards so what i'm saying is it's okay to have private stuff 
It's okay to have little areas where it's just for you, like the barbershop was just for me, like hitting the heavy bag was just for me. It's okay to have that. That doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you a person being a person. Yeah, I said it. So if you have a little private thing that's just for you, that's all right. Just dig it. You deserve it, you beautiful bastards. Segment over. And now a word from a member of my Pottern family. This is Tom. This is Jake. And this is Travis. And we are the Drunken Dork Podcast. Tune in every week and listen to us discuss the finer points on superheroes, the latest pop culture news, as well as all of our favorite moves. You can listen to us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or the Stitcher app for Android. And be sure to catch up on all of our episodes by visiting us over at www.drunkendorkpodcast.wordpress.com. And remember, folks, you have one liver. Ruin it well. Well, everybody, this has been episode number 202 of the S. Anthony Says podcast starring S. Anthony Thomas, and that would be me. And I want to thank you guys very, very much. You've always been, you've been very, very kind to me. Um, even after, you know, the 200th episode, I thought it would be a drop off, but as it turns out, there was no drop off. In fact, there was an increase. More people have come along. Uh, and I want to thank you guys for that. Everybody that's been retweeting and reblogging and telling, um, people about the show. Much love to you. I really, really appreciate that. Seriously. Uh, there's no kidding with that statement. I really do appreciate it. Uh, special shout out to all of my hashtag pattern family. Much love to all of you guys as well. I've been listening to, to, uh, as many of the shows as I can. And I'm, I'm really, really uh, happy and proud to be part of the pattern family. Hashtag pattern family on Twitter. And, uh, thank you guys very much. It's my honor to, um, to, um, to read retweet you guys and thank you for retweeting me um if you're listening to this and you're hearing this part it means you listen to the entire show which means you love me and i want to thank you for that <laughs> uh if you're on twitter uh follow me on twitter and uh, my personal twitter is at s anthony thomas and if you want to follow the show's twitter it's at s anthony says i want to thank you for that uh, the email address to, to me is the S Anthony says podcast at gmail.com. Once again, the S Anthony says podcast at gmail.com. Um, also the, uh, the show is on Stitcher, tune in radio and iTunes. Um, if you listen to it on iTunes and I know some of you do do me a quick favor. It won't take you that long. It only takes a couple seconds because I've reviewed some stuff myself on iTunes. Uh, make sure you give a, a, a rate and review the show on iTunes. Um, if you love the show, make sure that you do that for me. I would really appreciate it. And make sure you give me five stars, you bastards. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Much love to you all. And I look forward to uh, hearing from you this week, as I always do. And I will see you next week with episode number 203. And until then, I only have one thing to say. I end the show this way. You know I do. And I'm going to say it on the count of three. And wherever you are, whether you're in your car, whether you're on a treadmill, whether you're mowing your lawn, wherever you're listening to me, you know what I'm about to say. Say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out. Ooh.